0: Welcome to the Unprofessional Podcast, a place to explore the boundaries of work, humanity, and culture. I'm Hillary Corna, your host and founder of The Human Way. If you're ready to break out of the box, say goodbye to business as usual, and usher in a new era, one that's more human, you've found the right place. Join me and fellow unprofessionals as we dive deep on what it takes to create human-centric organizations and become fully human leaders. Welcome home. Welcome back, everyone. This is your host, Hillary Corna. And I am, wow, really excited to get you through this next step of the PCA process. So, for those that have been joining us, these are solo episodes that we are doing about once every two to three weeks on the process that I follow my clients through. Um, these are very tactical, very detailed, very specific. So, if you're looking for an interview podcast, There's tons of those. We've been um, interviewing CEOs that we've worked with as well as CEOs that hopefully we want to work with someday on the podcast. You can go look up those based on the topic. But today's solo episode is part five of the PCA process, and that is the steps that I follow my clients through. So if you're looking for something that's a bit more tactical and something that's implementable, that's what these episodes are all about. If you are in the podcast descriptions on our podcast page, you'll see in parentheses, it says solo and you can go back to the last four and we're doing it in order of the PCA process. So this is gonna be step five, developing the countermeasures. While we do this, the best way for you to follow along because we wanted to make this as practical as possible is actually through the master worksheet that we use with our clients. In the work that we do, we only ever use two tools. The first is this master worksheet that's contained within Excel that allows us to deliver on a go-live of process improvements within only that Excel file. And then we use Lucidchart to plot out the goods and information flow. And that's the goal is to keep it as simple as possible. Now, as you'll see in our conversation today, it's not so simple. Uh, It is a little bit more complex once you get into the details, but it's simple compared to most of the stuff you see out there. So we try to focus on the tools that drive the most ROI in managing your process improvement activity. So if you have never heard of the PCA process, the PDCA approach stands for plan, do, check, and act. It originally comes from manufacturing and essentially through my time at Toyota, we brought this from manufacturing to the sales side of the business, which was the dealerships. But instead of looking at a widget going through a process, you're looking at a person go through a process from the time they drive into the parking lot to open the front door to getting greeted for the first time, all the way down to whether they choose to buy a vehicle from that dealership or not, these are the processes we're looking at. And so since coming back to the States and leaving Toyota, I've essentially simplified the model, simplified what we did and added even more structure to it to make it more effective. And that's what we're walking you through in these solo episodes. So I've been wanting to do this for a really, really long time to be really valuable. And I'm really excited for you to get the benefits out of this next step. So in the show notes, there is a visual that describes the PDCA process. You'll want to open that up as well as the master worksheet that we'll be describing and walking through you today. Um, Otherwise, this episode will be a lot more difficult to understand. So go ahead and go to the show notes, open those up, and follow along as we walk through this next step. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to talk about the strategy of doing a go live. I think a moment ago, I also said, develop countermeasures, please ignore that. We're gonna talk about go live in this episode. So up until now, you've followed through steps one through six. If you're in the show notes, you can pull up the one page visual that describes this whole process called the PCA process. And we're gonna be talking about the strategy between step six and seven, which is executing a go live. The analogy here is, imagine if your phone rolled out updates every time it had a bug. You would hypothetically be rolling out, uh, or you would be accepting updates once a day. You know, can you update this bug? Accept. Can you update this bug? Accept. And you would, as a result, never use that brand of phone because it's so disruptive. This is what we do to our people with process every single day. It's like, A Monday morning, hey, salespeople own Salesforce. Now, instead of checking this box, check that box. Or Friday afternoon, hey, client success team, from now on, use this template when you send this email. And it's incredibly erratic and it's not how people learn. So the concept of a go live is it's like a declaration that as of this day forward, we are doing things the new way, not the old way. So to shout out some of my companies that I've worked with, uh, the True Uniform Way, or the Market Ingenuity Way, or the Mosaic Way. These are real companies that have developed their operations by executing go-lives, that have transformed their way of doing business every single go-live. So it'll be the Mosaic Way V1, changing 30% of the operation with X number of countermeasures, usually between 40 and 50, the Mosaic way V2, the Mosaic way V3, and every version that gets released, just like phone updates, it becomes a new way of doing business. And you need to have a clear delineation between the before state and the after state by establishing a go live date. Without this, you'll hear people on your team say things like, well, I wasn't there, so I don't have to follow that, or no one told me, or since when did we start doing it that way? It's because we don't have a clear defined date that the old way is out and the new way is in, the mosaic way V3 or whatever that is. So where does that bring us? Is there's a strategy of a go live and then how do we actually communicate the go live? So we call this like a calm strategy. And the calm strategy is... Essentially, how do you want to communicate the announcement of the go-live? There are several ways to do this, and it's really up to the company. I'll make, generally with my clients, I'll make recommendations, but in our process, I don't standardize it because what I find is it's really, really unique to the company. And it's better to let the company decide what's best for them. Some of the ways that I've seen the GoLive be announced are a company-wide email that goes out from the president or the CEO. That would be like a standalone. Um, Any type of newsletter or standard email that the company already does, having it integrated into that. So that wouldn't be new. It would be integrated into something that you already have. And then you could also add it to any type of uh, internal chat messaging. So if you have like Slack or Teams, another chat function that you want to announce it in, you can do it that way. Another way I've seen it done is integrating into any type of all hands huddle or team meeting. That is another way to do it. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode. We are always looking for feedback, much like we talk about improving processes, we also improve ours. So in the show notes is a link to a survey where we would love to hear from you what you want more of, what you want less of with our podcast as we continue to grow and continue to grow this community. Once a month, we are giving away a $50 gift card to Starbucks to one lucky participant of the survey. So please go fill the survey, let us know what you want more of, less of, et cetera, and we will continue to serve your needs. All right, back to the episode. So those are four common ways that we see go lives be announced because they're typically standard modalities or mediums in the, in company operations. You can do all of those. You can do one of those. You can do more of those. You could do even a new idea that hasn't been developed yet. There's no real wrong way to do a go live except for minimizing the importance. You're really truly looking to show how important all these changes are that the team's been working on. This brings you to the next point, which is what do you actually say in the go live? So there's many ways to go about this. The general philosophy that I would like to start with for a go live comm strategy is around positivity. For those, of this, for those of you that have been joining us since the beginning of these solo episodes on the PSA process, because this is the seventh one in total, the very, very first step of the entire PSA process that you see in the visual within the show notes is defining an ideal situation statement. And in a go live, you wanna bring people back to that that here we are as a company, Mosaic as an example, which is a HR software implementation company that I've worked with recently. Here we are as Mosaic and we're working towards this ideal state where our customers' experience is flawless and seamless and we're achieving our brand promise and we're a culture where people wanna come to work and refer their friends. And to do that, to work towards this ideal state, we have to change from our current state because there's a gap, you know, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. And so to achieve this ideal state, to work towards this future state where we're better as a company, we are going live with these 40 to 50 countermeasures, whatever that number comes out to for your go live. And this is where leadership comes back into the role to help evangelize that message. Up until this point, leadership truly is really only involved at the beginning and then here to set the direction, the vision, hold the team accountable. But when it comes to the go live, it's leadership's opportunity to show importance, show seriousness, talk about the future, talk about how this is getting you to a a better ideal state and to give emphasis to the team and the work that's been done. The mistake I see companies make in this step is it is all about solving problems and when we begin a conversation with, oh, we're not doing as we wanted, we're not performing like we wish, we have all these issues, we have all these problems, people feel broken, right? Like it's demoralizing to talk about problems over and over again. It's not demoralizing to say, we all agree that this is where we want to be, yes, and get people rallying behind that, and then say, okay, well, we're not there yet, so What do we need to do to bridge the gap? That is a very different conversation. And this is where I see over the years, process has just been bastardized to like, oh, we have increased cost, reduced profitability, reduced quality, issues with this, issues with that. And then no one wants to fix those things. Like that is not something I get excited about doing. But if you get something bought, if you get people bought into the idea that, we're going live working towards this future ideal state where you know this beautiful colorful picture exists and that's how you get people to move with you so if you study the best leaders in the world the best politicians they all do this they get people bought into this better world that exists and then they say okay for us to be there we have to change these things so this is the type of language and communication that we want to get across when executing in a go live, whatever that median is that you decide a newsletter, a huddle, an email, a Slack message, all of the above, generally speaking, the more, the better. You can't really go wrong in go live announcements, but whatever medium you choose, it's not the tool that matters. It's how you use the tool to be clear that it's positive and future working towards a future state. So this is the strategy behind go live. And this is the philosophy in terms of how to communicate so that it's exciting. And the tactical piece of this is that you need a date, a clear date that the company used to do things that way versus now they do things the new way, the mosaic way, V2, V3, V4. And this cycle continues. So if you have any questions about go live date, feel free to shoot us an email team at hillarycorner.com. We'll get back to you. Um, this is the most exciting time. It always happens between training and then step seven and eight, which we're going to talk to in the next about in the next solo episodes. But up until this point, the team has in steps one through four planned the scope of the go live. In steps five and six, actually developed the countermeasures and the training. And this is your time to shine and announce that the new way is live, your company way, your unique way of doing business. All right. So this sums up the seventh episode out of our solos overall on the PCA process. And from here, we are going to talk about seven and eight next. If you missed steps one through six, you can go back in the show page and look for any episode that has solo in parentheses. And those are all of our solo episodes on these steps. Again, if you liked this episode, if you find it valuable, please rate it and review it. Um, specifically using words and like writing a verbal review goes a long way in spreading the message of the podcast. So thank you so much and I'll see you on the next one. Y'all, thanks for listening to the Unprofessional Podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate and review it. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me who you want to hear from so I can make it better for you. And subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Also, if you found yourself nodding your head, yes, multiple times today and you want to be a part of a community of wholehearted unprofessionals, then come join us at com and follow me on IG at Corner. Our goal to make the world a little more human.